it's Monday. It's your girl Candy K. Lynn. And your boy Shoutown Show. And it's 6 o'clock, so it's time to pull up. Every Monday here on DFWIRadio.com, we talk sports, news, hip-hop. Candy K. Lynn is normally not here, but guess what? I'm in the building. Oh, she's in the building. We just talk about the headlines. We just give you the facts. Who president? Oh no, I ain't. That ain't my president. Listen. So since he started with that, I was gonna give a brief on that. There was a point where I was gonna vote for him before the pandemic. And again, I tell everybody I was gonna vote for him for one reason, one reason alone. Nah, I'm a comedian. I tell jokes. He the funniest person on TV right now, right? There's nothing funnier than what he does. He. How many people look you in your eyes? National television. Hundreds of millions of thousands of people watching that lie to you. And get away with it. Only him. I, why wouldn't I? Because I, I know he's going to win again. I know it. He's going to win again. Because so many people don't believe in Joe Biden. And I don't know why. I I think, look, here's the thing. I'm so ready for election season to be over. Ah, for real. Um, it is draining. It is exhausting. It is. The same rhetoric over and over again. And as you said, we are looking at someone, look us in the eye, and lie to us. On top of that, we have the first African-American female on the ticket for vice president where he gets up there and says, Kamala. 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 So as you said, it's, it's a joke. And with the pandemic and going on, on top of unemployment rates at a high, people are really struggling. Mm-hmm. And just like the president that was a Republican prior to him, they didn't get it until the second term. Because by the end of George Bush's second term, George W. Bush, they wanted him out. Mm-hmm. And they never speak of him. And they, the ones that are not loyal Republicans, they want no part to him. Mm-hmm. So we either can change the sculpture and culture of America tomorrow or we can watch another real live recession like we saw before Obama and Biden won in 2008. This is a this is real life and people are being affected every single day by decisions that people are making at the top and our voting decisions. They mattered. You know, they they really mattered it is not funny it is no longer a joke before the pandemic we were laughing we could we could laugh a little bit and you had no answer 200 over two hundred and thirty thousand people have lost their lives and then to see people on facebook say it's not real it's made up is it because i don't know who you know but everybody that i know has dealt with it personally Mm -hmm. this is this is this is real life that we're dealing with. So when we're allowing people to architect our life that think it's a joke, that this is Comedy Central, mm-hmm. they're standing on the stage doing real life comedy, talking about firing Dr. Fauci, and I'm not going to talk about it now. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is not a test. There, there has to be some action. There has to be, um, you know, the Republicans, you know what they did? I don't know if you saw Obama today. He was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And Georgia is a huge battleground state right My now. sister-in-law. And in the process of that being a huge battleground state, he, he told the people of Georgia, your senators, your Republican senators were briefed on COVID-19. And they took their time 
to get their money out of the stock market and rearrange their portfolios to make sure their portfolios did not sink. That's what the former president of the United States said, who used to be a senator. So he understands what it is to work in Senate and everybody was briefed. So I just hope that everybody in every city in every state across this country understands that a vote for some of your Republican friends who care nothing about you can leave you homeless, destitute, and, and dying. Again, the same thing I've said, and I'll say it again. I'm not telling you to go vote for Joe Biden. I'm just telling you don't vote for Donald Trump. There is no way that Donald Trump is here for us. My opinion. Now, you might see it differently. There, People try to argue with me and say, oh, well, Barack Obama had a higher deportation rate than uh, George, I mean, not George Bush, but then uh, President Trump did, or Barack Obama's cabinet put in the laws and the regulations that had kids being deport, deported, or the pictures were from when Barack Obama was in office. If we're talking about Donald Trump, why do y'all have to bring up what Barack Obama's administration did? He's He's been here four years now, so anything that, there's things that Barack Obama did, he's he's done, done away with, the pandemic, the pandemic plan. Right. Right. So again, I'm not telling you healthcare. Go, I'm, I'm not telling you. <laughs> and let's talk about it. This is the United States of America. That's why you. Must let's lose. let's let's be honest and talk about deportation. It is illegal to be in this country without documentation. Yeah. You are illegal citizen. You don't you don't pay taxes. You came here illegally. You've not done what it took to obtain your citizenship the proper way. We've always deported people. In this country. As they deport people in other countries as well. So if you're not issued with asylum or you do not apply for citizenship or your passport, your student visas are not valid, you get deported. Mm -hmm. So this is my conversation for African Americans and Hispanic Americans. Please understand we've always deported people. Period. We deport criminals every day. And just because you're from a Latino country mm-hmm. does not make you a criminal mm-hmm. any more than it does from a European country, an African nation. They're all criminals. Mm-hmm. We get criminals from every country because mm-hmm. they're they're on the run. But deportation at the border, locking kids in cages, we have DECA plans. Yeah. There are things that Obama and Biden did as well. You haven't deported them, but you were going to build a wall. I just need you to hear, as you say, people like to be lied to. He also told you he was going to build a wall to keep you from being able to obtain the American dream to be able to tame the American dream. So we're going to always deport people. Every president is going to put in policies to deport people. We have to deport people. Mm -hmm. We cannot afford to keep them here. Hence the fact we have 200,000 deaths that everybody that's died is not an American. We, they're not all American minority communities, African American, Latino American, they're heavy with COVID-19. All of your family members are not documented citizens. So everybody doesn't get deported. Mm-hmm. But if you are here illegally and you commit a crime or you're caught on the border, the law state that you're supposed to be deported. That's what it So do I understand why people seek coming into America to give their kids a better life? I do. I just thought about the movie when you said it. I, I do. And I get it, but it's not right. So locking people in cages is our form of jail. So let's be real. America's been doing that. Hmm. That's not a sign to one president. 
That is how we but detain you people in this country. When, when you're dealing with politics or you're talking politics, people going to point out the one thing that boosts their argument, right? They don't go for the whole picture. They don't look at the whole spectrum. But that's just with arguments in general. People are going to point out the one part that boosts their argument. So, again, I was having a conversation with people. I don't even know if they're Trump supporters. The one thing I will tell you, if you say anything about a Trump supporter, the first thing they're going to say is, well, Barack Obama, why why are we bringing up another man's name? We're speaking on somebody else. We're talking about the job he's doing right now. When Barack Obama's in office, we didn't have a pandemic. We had we H1N1. And yeah, we, but we didn't lose 200. And, and nobody. We didn't lose over 200,000. I wasn't worried about catching H1N1, were right. you? No, I, I never thought about it. And, and let's be, because it was it was a pandemic, but it wasn't a global. Like, we didn't shut down the nation. The, the fact that somebody got. Ebola. The, the, the fact that he, at a point in 2020, got on TV and said it was a hoax, it wasn't real. There was a point where he said that anybody that can listen to him from that point on, I got, I don't understand you. He literally looked us in the face and said, it's a hoax. It's not real. There's nothing to worry about. The Democrats just want you to be scared. And his supporters have rode with that. And that's, as you said, the argument, his administration separated children from their parents at the border. They told me those was pictures from, from 2014 no, when Barack Obama... I, I know firsthand people who were sent to the border because of that. So let's let's speak facts, right? Let's stop listening to the slanted ideas of Fox News and do your own research. We separated. There are 345 kids in this nation that are separated from their parents that have been sexually assaulted down at the border. That is the American way. We steal people, we separate people, we victimize people in this country. The problem with Americans are we don't want to own what we've done as, as a nation. And it goes back to um, our sister mentioned to me that her job, someone basically explained slavery as human trafficking. We, we want to, Trump supporters are, are those pocket of people be it black or white because we've heard kanye we've heard candace owen this is not a color thing this is a people thing it's a, it, it, it's a you, people it doesn't make you a trump supporter yeah as a white person yeah. when i say trump supporter it's a anybody people who supports tr- trump, trump. That's, and, that's it's a, it. and it's a people thing yeah. of people who like to create narratives that fit their argument as you said <laughs> that they they are literally people who have decided that Slavery wasn't that bad. In my research, we've been talking ancestry. You and I text back and forth. I found our slave owners. Mm-hmm. I, I I found the actual name. The sh- where we got the shell name. Well, from. no, where who owned us? Mm-hmm. You know who owned and sold the Boyd family. Listen, people, your your granddaddy did it. Mm-hmm. Your great granddaddy did it. Your great great granddaddy did it. Let's remember that civil rights just happened. Fifty. Years ago, plus, and those were your these were your people. We watched Little Rock Nine go to class, and the National Guards have to come in because you were spitting at them, throwing things at them, cursing them, calling them names. We watched lunch counter sit-ins. There is live footage. So for me, these supporters of the cults, Mm -hmm. they're like Jim Jones supporters, David Koresh supporters, church supporters. All of you people who get behind one person and believe every exactly every and I can't argue with you. I respect LeBron James, but everything LeBron James says or does, I do not agree with. 
And but I don't have most to follow. Part, but for the most part, LeBron, because he be on point, he's standing up like a man, right? That's why I ride. We can agree with you, you know what I'm saying? but I'm not going to follow you. Yeah. And we're like the, the flags, the bo- boxing Trump supporters literally bust the old, the Biden Harris bus in on I-35 in Austin. But, and, what, and the president said they're good people. Go after Antifa. Where's the FBI? These people did nothing wrong. You surround intimidation. And that's, and that's what you, and, and that, that's the thing for me. You think intimidation is the way we wanted to lead the country? Like it is leading us backwards because we're making America great again. Right. But America was never, well, what is great, right? America prior America not was no longer great. Once you saw a black man fix the mess that a white man made. So Donald Trump's because it started during the Obama era. He started the birth certificate. Donald Trump is a generation. His granddaddy was an immigrant. Okay. You are not even American. Like let's, let's look at things as they are. We are natural born American citizens. My grandparents were born here. We, we are Americans. Mm-hmm. Okay. What makes America great is the fact that New York has been a melting pot. That your grandfather could come in as an immigrant and create a life in New York and build business opportunities and allow you to create a capitalist society mm-hmm. as a business owner. That's what makes America great. That people have an opportunity to come here to build, to tell a success story. That LeBron James has the opportunity to no longer have to listen to the media talk about, he grew up with a single mom. No, he's LeBron James now. Mm-hmm. Like that story doesn't even matter that that you needed to create. Not that he was just a great athlete, that he was a black boy from the inner city who grew up with a single mom. He's Man. now LeBron James, one of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game. Right? That's and, what and makes America great. Like and you know what? That's that that will always because again, LeBron James is my generation's he's not Muhammad Ali, but if you had somebody who was standing on the forefront for justice and understanding, it's LeBron James. So we hadn't really seen that in sports, right, growing up. There there was nobody doing that. This is what LeBron James is doing. And as a man who has a mindset, LeBron James was told to shut up and dribble. Because and he they, turned it into a whole series. Because because when LeBron James speaks, when LeBron James moves, whether you like him or not, it's it's monumental, right? And so when when the president, now you've ostracized every the only people who gonna visit you is is, is what Clemson. Clemson was the only team that has won a sports championship in the past four years that's come visit you. Hockey don't hockey won't come visit you. Basketball has vetoed you. Tom Brady can't even come because his teammates won't rock with him no more. And he your partner, right? That says a lot when your partner won't come because he don't want to lose his teammates. That says a lot about you as a person. So when people start to talk to me, there was there was nobody who you know there were some people who probably didn't want to go see Barack Obama. It wasn't they didn't they didn't say it publicly. I mean, Tom Brady didn't go. Oh well, we know what type of person. He, what, again. Tom Brady didn't go, but Tom Brady is also friends with Donald Trump. Yeah. So they all show you, and for me, for the athletes, with the you know they say um, Antonio Brown is living with Tom Brady. For me, Tom Brady, uh, Brett Favre, you show me who you were. So as your friend, right? Is your friendship genuine and authentic? Hmm. Brett Favre is a is a kid from Mississippi from the trailer park. That's what makes America great. 
you're trailer park trash, Britt Farr. And I hope he hears it so you understand. Let's not forget where you came from. You're trailer park white trash. Period. But your success story is what makes America great. Mm -hmm. LeBron was not black trash. His mother may have been from the inner city, but we black people live in ghettos, not trailer parks. There's a difference. Those trailer park stories, those inner city stories, there's a Martin Luther King story who grew up middle class where African-Americans were doctors and lawyers, Tulsa, Wall Street, that LeBron James is about to produce a film. Westbrook is working on something else. Those are the stories that make America great because black people did pull themselves up by their bootstraps with no help. Skip Bayless sitting next to Shannon Sharp on national TV. That's what makes America great. Two men of different colors. Because those are jobs that you want to give us. What makes America great is Dak Prescott leading the Dallas Cowboys before he was injured. Mm -hmm. The African-American quarterbacks, that's not one. It's not just Randall Cunningham or Warren Moon. You've got Mahomes. you got so many. you got so many. You've got Kyler Murray. You've got a multitude of black talent. Dwayne Haskins. You can bench him. Sam Darnold hasn't won a football game yet. He hasn't been benched. But because of who you are, that's a part of America. Just look and because at, just look at rosters throughout. Just look through certain. I say this all the time. Look through rosters. It's quarterbacks who shouldn't be on no roster. We agree. Mike Tomlin is the is the most winningest coach, black coach in football. He's one of the few that's been able to keep a job. But that because because again, him Marvin Lewis. But don't 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 have two bad seasons. You fine, right? And but and the Rooney's not- had a different perspective. Mm-hmm. They've always had a different perspective so with Pittsburgh. Kansas City has had a different perspective in Kansas City. That's what makes America great. Blacks would have never gotten out of slavery if they didn't have white counterparts that didn't believe in what their families were teaching. That's what makes America great. America was great before we got this president because we were moving forward. As a unit. As a, as a whole. As now a nation. Divided. Now we're divided. We're divided. It, is now, it is now back again black versus white. And for what? Hispanic versus black. Hispanic versus, it's too much separation because at the top of the food chain, it's, it's being taught. Yeah, it's being taught. What about school? See, I'm at, I'm at the point. I'm at the point. Like I say, I'm, the Lord's giving me the opportunity to change that. I'm now able. I'm now going to be able to have conversations to hey, black people do this and Hispanic people do that. But do you want to be somebody who's a good person or like I can have? Because I'm in dealing with Hispanic people now. It's like. Those are the conversations I want to have. I want to sit down across the table from my Hispanic friends and say, "What? What have you heard?" Because I, I say the 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 racist things I've heard from family members about Hispanic people. Right? Let's talk about it. See, so many people are afraid to talk. But I sit here and say, "Well, you know, people, folks from my family have said uh, Hispanic people like to work outside." Those are the conversations that we need to have. That's how you grow. You don't you don't grow until you hit a wall, right? Growth, growth is hitting the wall, going through the wall, and becoming better. We have to hit the wall as people. And I have to tell you what they've heard about black people. Because we, we everybody's, been, do it. right, everybody's been told that we're less than. Yeah. Even in the Hispanic culture. We don't want to work. We don't want to work. They're we lazy. They're lazy. But let me tell you something. FYI, Hispanic people, you only have rights. Because black people, black people took. A lot of people got to think about this. Got dogs and water holes. No, no, no. They were not coming out of Mexico in the 60s. Not even just them. LGBTQ. Everybody. 
civil rights. Because black people stood the bla- and, in and, and the again, gap. As a black man in America, I try to I try to be neutral. I try to be, but but black people built a lot. We built this country people. on our back right. of slaves yeah. who engineered and blueprinted these white the and, White and House things were, and things were stolen from us. Right, we were Ideas. stolen. You know what I'm saying? Our right. identity and some of the greatest inventions came from who? African Americans. So to say that our lives don't matter in this country, you wonder why people are mad. But as I as we say all the time on the show, dear white people, me being black does not mean that you're less than as being white. Fact. It means that I'm proud to be black Fact. and you can be proud to be white, Fact. but we need to be proud to work together as a people to move this nation forward. I cannot I'm never going to get a resume as a business owner and say, oh, she's white. I'm not hiring her. What the whole hell? And that's all that I want people to wake up and to understand. I'm never going to get an application and say, she's Hispanic. She's not qualified. Well, if her degree is from Sam Houston Mm -hmm. and Sean, who's African-American's degree is from Prairie View and Martha's degree is from Harvard. I need to have a conversation to see who fits in my organization. Thanks. I'm not turning people away because of the color of their skin. Like that's, that's not how this country needs to work. That is what is happening. I cannot say, Oh, because you're, you're gay. I'm not going to hire you. What? Because you're a Trump supporter. I'm not going to hire you. Would I prefer not to hire you? Yeah, probably. But is that right? I would prefer not. I would prefer not to have the negative energy in my building. I'm gonna ask if 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 that was the case with me, I want to know why. Like, it, what did, what give me the logic, right? And you know what? Once you ask people to give you the logic, you, you'll weed them out right there. But the thing that you do do when you hire people that are different, they get in different environments with different people, which helps grow people, mm-hmm. right? That's so. That's again. That's what makes America great. So to make America great is to bring Americans together, to get our kids back in school, to make America great is to bring America back together, to get our kids back in the classroom where they have the opportunity to be integrated. Right. Because you have these kids that are at home taking on their parents philosophies at this point. Their parents have all day to pump them with their own rhetoric, their own false knowledge. Kids don't have an opportunity to engage with each other. The same thing on the collegiate campuses. What makes college so great for those that go to PWIs is that you get to be in environments with people that are different, that don't look like you. And as I try to explain to people who went to PWIs, I explain, understand that we that went to the HBCUs, we don't all come from the same backgrounds either. Facts. It is not the same growing up in the suburbs as it is growing up in urban black America. Not the ghetto. Let me tell you, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that people would lie to you in your face until I got to college. I didn't know that people got income tax money and got new stuff. Oh, for sure. I never knew that. I never knew that. We never got new things. But the, but the, let me tell you what got me. When people would tell you they got rent money, really, y'all really don't be paying bills out here. Like at that point, that when I knew her, I like y'all. You seen that? I didn't know people didn't have health insurance. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know people couldn't read. I didn't know that either. And I didn't know that African American boys struggled reading. Yeah, but they're great at math. Count money. You get tired of count money if you get tired of reading, right? So the experience, as I tell people, for the P yeah. for the HBCU is still a little different because the Burbian yeah. kids. We don't grow middle class kids some, don't grow up the same. Stuff, like, Stealing. I didn't know that was okay and normal. I was just like, oh, y'all just gonna walk in here and take that? 
For real, for real. You're not scared you're going to go to jail. You're going to just go put a credit card in somebody else's name. I also didn't know that people mama them put stuff in their name. I didn't know people credit was bad at 18 mm. and couldn't get credit cards. They would get rejected on the spot. Like, how did you get rejected? You just turned 18. Oh, man, your mom. Who is da 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 You weren't even 18 yet. I didn't know people put stuff in the electric bills in their kids' name. So the experience so is, is totally You got to put in the kid name. Horrible. I ain't even that bad. Horrible. And you know what? Again, I seen someone say the credit. Again, because we, we just don't talk about. Hispanics or white people, Asian people. We talk about everybody because we, we hold black people accountable first, right? Because I, we're black. Right. I saw a black man say that credit is nothing but another way to keep black people down. Credit is nothing but another way to help yourself out, right? But it works both ways, right? So I, I agree because that's why credit was instituted. Credit, credit was instituted to keep people from being able to advance themselves right um if you don't have credit you <laughs> he's giving you guys a playback in the middle of the show but i apologize y'all credit credit is one of those situations that if you don't have credit you can't buy land mm-hmm. it takes money to buy land that's that's what that's what my granny used to say she loved that line. it takes money to buy land so if you don't have credit and you don't have money you can't buy anything so what we need to teach people is not to use credit as a way to hold you down, but to teach people how to keep their credit decent as a form of being able to buy things. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, that is what America does now. It's never going to change. We're never going to go away from credit. We're never going to go away from the credit system. You have to be able to borrow unless you have cash money. And because we're going cashless, they're doing everything they can to keep people from having cash money. Mm-hmm. So that they can track your money. So it's understanding how credit works. It's making things fair. It's regulating credit. It's re- it's going into neighborhoods and making sure they're not redlining districts so that a certain group of people can't buy homes. Making sure that everybody is qualified to get a business loan mm-hmm. if you have a business. Th- those are Those are ways that we can make America great again. Mm-hmm. If people have money then less people have to steal. It's, it's a, it, it works together, right? Same thing about prison. You know, we're talking prison reform in this election. Dear black people, why is prison reform so important to you guys? Why is, why is prison, prison reform is like number 10 on my list of, of, of conversations. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I, I need health care. I need to be able to get my social security money when I'm old enough to retire. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to get a loan if I need to buy land or I need to start a business. I need black men to stop getting gunned down in the streets by the police. So prison reform is just not at the highest point on my list. Now, is there an issue with prison reform? Absolutely. People are absolutely sentenced unfairly in this country. Not for real. But we got to quit committing crimes. and And you know what? You know what? This is, I'm not even going to say stop committing crimes. Understand that if you commit a crime, you need to be prepared to do the time and don't be crying about it because you committed that crime. You knew what you was getting yourself into. I don't. I, what I don't like to hear is, well, oh, the white, you know that, right? Every, every black person in America needs to realize you are not going to get treated as fairly as a white person. Well, that's not, that's life. Right now, if you're around people, you're expected to be treated fairly by fine. But if you're not treated fairly, you need to do something about it. Right. But I you also could, need to vote. Right. 
You, what did you say? I'm not telling you to vote for Joe Biden. I'm not telling you to vote for Donald Trump. But what I'm telling you is that everybody is all of a sudden so concerned about prison reform. In order to adjust prison reform, you need to know who your senators are. And you don't need senators like the ones in Georgia that's more concerned about their portfolio than their people. They worry about their money. And, and what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a pause right there. We're going to go to break. We will be back. This is your girl, Candy K. Lynn. <laughs>